pray with me once more as we come to a few minutes ago is a gift that we have all the way down to our breath is a gift from you and Lord it's so easy to forget it's so easy to forget about you to forget your promises and to forget that everything that we have is from your hand but we pray now that as we come to your word and as we come to this time of testimony and sharing and praise that you would just open our eyes open our minds open our hearts to just behold the riches of your goodness that you have lavished upon us that you might be praised that you might be glorified in us in Christ's name we pray amen <clears throat> well this morning uh, I shared this last week this this particular Sunday is a really special Sunday for us here at Grace Community, and it's our tradition to take this Sunday right after Thanksgiving and to set it apart as a service of thanksgiving and praise. That is, we will open up the mic in a few minutes and spend the majority of our time here just giving praise and thanks to the Lord, giving testimony for what He's done in our life. Um, and then we will come to the table. It's also a unique one that we're actually going to get to celebrate communion which, which after this, which is very fitting because communion is a table of thanksgiving. And so what I want to do is just make a few comments about this psalm to prime our hearts as we come in thanksgiving and praise. And I was reminded this week that last year my few comments took about 30 minutes. So I am determined not to do that this time as hard and almost irresistible as it is on this particular psalm. Um, so Psalm 103, as we come to Psalm 103, we've been looking at psalms this month. Psalm 103 is a psalm of thanksgiving. Now, uh, about a third of the psalms are considered in this kind of category of psalms, psalms of thanksgiving. And here's how it would work in ancient Israel. Whenever worshipers would come into the temple to worship God, they would oftentimes use a psalm of thanksgiving in order to, uh, to lead their hearts into worship and invite others to gather around them. And so here's what people would do. A worshiper would come into the temple and they would say, hey, gather around me and I want you to hear me tell what God has done in my life. Give thanks to the Lord with me. Let us exalt His name together. That's Psalm 34. You hear that kind of thing throughout the Psalms, where the psalmist, the worshiper, is inviting others, hey, join me and listen up, and I'm going to give testimony, and I'm going to tell you all the things that God has done in my life. And so that is our intention of what we're going to do today. And here's the thing that you see as you walk through the Psalms and you see all of this about thanksgiving is that giving thanks and praise are one and the same. In fact, giving thanks is a way to praise and to worship God. It's a way of declaring, let me tell you how wonderful God is. Let me tell you how powerful He is. Let me tell you what He's done in my life, very personally. Now, during this Thanksgiving season, we often hear of messages of being thankful, which is a great thing, but oftentimes the idea, at least culture, culturally speaking, is that, that thanksgiving is about appreciating what you have. Now that's a good thing, 
To appreciate what we have, to value what we have is a wonderful thing, but that is not what we're doing today. What we are doing today is we are giving thanks to the giver. That's a very different thing than just being thankful. Being thankful, wonderful thing. But it is praise and it is worship whenever we say, hey, the gift is wonderful, but the giver is so much more. And that's what we're aiming to do here. Psalm 103 is one of my personal favorites. We've been talking about for the past couple weeks as we've looked at the Psalms, how the psalmist will often talk to themselves. We've been talking about the value of learning to preach the gospel to yourself. The psalmist teaches to do that. We've said that our problem is most often that we listen to ourselves, all the noise, all the accusation, all of the self-talk. We listen to ourselves rather than talk to ourselves. We need to learn how to talk to ourselves, and that is to preach the truths and the promises of God to our heart. And that's what we see the psalmist doing over and over and over. That's what he's doing in Psalm 103. Do you notice right off the bat? Who's he talking to here? Verse 1. Praise the Lord, O my soul. You see, he's talking to himself. He's saying, listen here, soul. I'm going to tell you what's true. I'm going to tell you what God's done in my life. I'm going to remember so that you get roused up, so that you begin to praise and to worship Him, the giver. Praise the Lord, O my soul. All my inmost being, praise His holy name. Then look at verse 2. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. You know, one of the things that most often blocks us giving thanks and praise to the Lord is the fact that we have a tendency to forget. We forget so very easily. The same was true for Israel. Throughout the Old Testament, Israel was constantly prone to forget all that God had done in their life. And we have that same tendency in our hearts, that we have this tendency to look at the things that we have or to look at the the things that happen in our life and forget that they are all from the hand of the Lord. And so right here the psalmist is saying to his soul, soul, you got to remember, you cannot forget. Now let me tell you what God has done for you. In verses 3 through 5, he lists out a number of those. Here's what God does. Now just let these truths just kind of wash over you, because this is not just true for the psalmist, it's also true for you. This is how God treats His children. Look at what He says in verse 3. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. See that list of things? God's provision in your life. God satisfies our desires and our longings with good things. All the things that we have in our life, all the things that we delight in, all the things that we enjoy, the children that we have, the homes that we have, the friendships that we have, the jobs that we have, the cars that we drive, every single thing that we have 
is from God's hand to satisfy our hearts with good things. So it's God's provision in our life, His deliverance in our life. He redeems our life from the pit. That's a word that means rescues us up from all the things that we face in our life. And this is what He continually does in our life. But also, His love and His forgiveness. That becomes like a focal point of this psalm, and that's part of what I, I love this psalm so much. This is one of those psalms I've talked about a number of times. You need to have passages of Scripture that are so clear about God's grace and His love for you. You need to know those, and you need to be able to use those passages on your heart. And as I like to say, you know, I have to, the noise in my mind of self-accusation and just doubt over, is it really true that you are really this full of grace and love towards me because I see what's true about my heart, surely? I talk myself out of it. So I have to have passages where it is so clear I can't talk myself out of it. And then, like the psalmist, I have to use them on my own heart. Psalm 103 is one of those. And one of the reasons is the ways that he describes his love and his forgiveness is so extravagant here. And I just want to point that out, and then we're going to go and we're going to share. Look at what he says. Verse 11. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. You know, how high is the heavens above the earth? Was well, really, really high. But here's the point. There's no definite point where you say, here's the heavens and here's the earth. They're distances. They're realms. The idea is that it's infinite. The heavens are infinitely higher and beyond the earth. And so it's a way, it's a poetic way of saying, God's love for you and for me is beyond measure. And then here, verse 12 is my favorite that I often have to use in my heart. For as, as far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. How far is the east from the west? Can you measure that out? It cannot be measured. Why? Because they are directions. They are infinite. They keep going. You don't come to a point and say, okay, here's east, and then over here, here's west, so let's measure that out and see how far. It's a direction. It's infinite. So the psalmist is reminding himself and reminding us that for those of us who are in Christ, our sins have been removed as far as the east is from the west. Infinitely far. What an amazing truth. What an amazing reality in our life. So the psalmist here is preaching the gospel to himself, preaching God's goodness and his blessings and his riches to his own heart, to where he erupts in praise. At the end of the psalm, he invites all of heaven to join him in praise. Now, here's what happens when we remember the truth of God's love, the truth of the gospel, and we remember his provision in our life. We, we actually tried this this past week around our dinner table at home. We had had a day where it was particularly filled with grumbling and complaining and my heart was one of the worst in the room, okay? I know you probably never have days like that, but this for us was one of those days. And we sit down at the table, we felt like we'd been fighting all day long, 
And we sit down at the table and we said, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to practice for Sunday. We're going to go around and we're going to say one thing that you're thankful for and we're going to keep going around and keep going around and keep going around. And you know what was amazing to watch? How all of our hearts began to change in the moment. Like my kids' hearts began to change in the moment. As they started sharing things that they were thankful for, you know, they actually said things like, I'm thankful for my brother. And Ashley and I's jaw like hits the floor. Wait a minute, what? I didn't think you liked each other. Have you been fighting? But you see, that's what happens when we begin to give thanks to God, when we praise Him, when we count His blessings, when we acknowledge Him. Not only is He glorified, but our hearts are changed. We move from grumbling and complaining to gratitude and joy. And that's what we're here to do today. So I'm going to stop there. Not too bad. And open up the mic. Now, there's no rules here. The goal is to give praise and testimony to God. What has He done in your life?